Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Let's beat the waiver wire. Next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. And we are going to talk about some beat the waiver wire targets for week 12 ahead of Sunday's games. Obviously, by the time you're listening to this, we've had four of the 16 games for this week play. But there are still some guys out there that I think are worth talking about as potential beat the waiver wire targets. Now, one of them was Jeff Wilson, who's 25% rostered. By the time you're listening to this, that's not going to work out. But Dan, you got any other ones? Yeah, I'm looking at Rashid Shahid, who has been mm-hmm. making big plays on the vertical plane for them all season long, and somebody who I'm looking to roster just for the stretch run as a potential high upside type stash. Another player in that same mold would be maybe Demario Douglas. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I am a little concerned with some of the players who are returning at wide receiver for New England this week, and we're going to see how everything shakes out with a new quarterback, or if Mac Jones repeats his job or stays as starter there. We'll see what happens there. But those are just two receivers that I have an eye on. How about you? Yeah, I really, I, I like the Rashid Shahid pick. Michael Thomas placed on IR with that knee injury. Shahid has been play, making plays for the, the Saints really over the last year. It was around this time of last season when he really started going. What I like is, you know, he's been playing a decent role, but if he's the true number two in this offense, you know, we know Chris Olave is going to get his, but the, the downfield connection between him and Derek Carr has not been there. Chris Olave actually has the lowest catch rate on targets that are 20-plus yards downfield since he entered the NFL. So it hasn't really been working out for them. I still love the potential. But Shahid, it's been really working for him. He gets another target or two per game. That could take him from, you know, boomer bust wide receiver three slash four to solidly in that upside wide receiver two to three range. I'm also just going to say a a couple of running backs to keep an eye on. Uh, One is Jaleel McLaughlin, who... You know, Samaj Piran missed practice earlier this week, but it does sound like he's going to play. But it's just a reminder that McLaughlin's one of those guys, not quite to the same level of Devon A. Chan, but, you know, kind of like Keaton Mitchell, where he's shown the ability when he's been given the opportunity to make big plays in the offense, to be a productive, efficient running back for the Broncos. Now, with Javante Williams fully ramped up, there hasn't been much for Julian McLaughlin to do. He's been getting a couple of touches per game. But if anything happens to Williams, if anything happens to Samaj Piran, we could be looking at a situation where, where Julian McLaughlin could be a viable starting fantasy running back moving forward. Let's move on to some things to, that we're going to be keeping an eye on for Week 12 and just some key storylines. And a big one is, you know, we've got a, another bunch of quarterback injuries, quarterback changes this week, and the biggest one, obviously, Joe Burrow's injury. First time the Bengals are playing without him this season for a full game. 
I just want to see what this offense looks like with Jake Browning. Can he at least be good enough to keep things moving? Or is this a Zach Wilson situation where you're just, you're hoping Jamar Chase is enough of a superstar that it doesn't really matter the quality of the quarterback. You're still starting him, although obviously it is a downgrade. What do you expect to see from this Bengals offense? I think having some familiarity with the offense is going to be a good thing. I would expect to see a low dot style offense, not a lot of mm-hmm. downfield, but probably more so in the range of 185 to 200 yards passing per game. So not as bad as it could be, like 135 to 150, because he has some familiarity with that system. But mm-hmm. as far as Chase goes, he's someone I have to start, but he's someone I'm yeah. not excited about starting. Yeah, I, I put him right in that Garrett Wilson range. And, and if T. Higgins comes back you know, moving forward, it doesn't yeah. sound like he's going to play this week. He's like a, a boomer bust wide receiver three. He's too talented to just write off completely, but he's going to be the clear number two in that offense, and there's going to be some inconsistency there for sure. The other one I want to talk about, what does Trevor Lawrence do? You know, we, we finally got a breakout. You and I talked about him last week looking for reasons to be optimistic. Well, he gave us some last week. He looked healthy, rushed for two touchdowns, passed for two more. The Jaguars are doing some really interesting stuff as far as moving Calvin Ridley around in the formation after – you know, I think he was playing like 95% of his snaps just outside before last week. So does that continue and can Trevor Lawrence keep it up and, you know, go on a run like we saw in the second half of last season? I think it's definitely possible. I look at this offense and I see that Lawrence is healthier. More, Maybe more importantly, Zay Jones is back. And you may not think that Zay Jones is someone who really makes the offense tick, but in a lot of ways he does because he allows what you said, Calvin Ridley, to play a different role in the offense and a role that clearly is more effective for him and for the entire offense. So I think it's definitely possible, but I want to I want to see a little bit larger sample size before I buy in. All right, then one more. Uh, you know, you and I early on in the season, we were really optimistic and excited about how Matthew Stafford and the Rams offense were playing. That offensive line was looking better. Kyron Williams looked great early on. Things have kind of fallen apart lately. Now, the part of that is Matthew Stafford missed a game and a half. He's missed some time. Cooper Cup missed half of last week's game. Sounds like they're going to be pretty much at full strength this week, though. Cooper Cup got back to practice. Puka is playing through that shoulder injury. Kyron Williams coming off IR. I want to see what this Rams offense does, and can they get going down the stretch? Because there's still a lot of upside between Williams, Cooper Cup, and Puka Nakua down the stretch. What do you think we're going to see from them? Yeah, I think we could see that offense start to get back, the rhythm, the rapport, the timing of the offense. But I really want to just focus in and see if this offensive line can hold up rest of season because mm-hmm. – it wasn't an issue, like you said earlier in the season. It is an issue now, and it can derail offenses, as we've seen throughout the entire NFL season. So I'll be focusing in on the offensive line when I'm watching the Rams. All right, that's going to do it for FFT and 5. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.